Good evening. Yo, yo, yo. Yo, 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 we're just waiting on the third member. Yes, sir. <clears throat> it's almost like part of the fourth member. <laughs> yes, sir, yes, sir. And we can't go without the member. Oh, well, you know, when you have that member, you got to make sure that member's taken care of and gets that special attention. <laughs> That's part of being in the membership. Well, you know, you also get members-only jackets with that, you know? And, and FUBU. <laughs> <laughs> We we may we may be waiting a little bit here. I think I have a funny feeling. Well, yeah. What time is it? Yeah, it's a little early for him. I mean, you know, we could always we could always you know uh, talk about <clears throat> we could always talk about um, the Met Gala. Well, you know. My favorite part of the Met Gala, you know, was Russell Westbrook. Well, listen, he wasn't wearing pink lame though. No, no, I I don't know what he was wearing. (laughs) His uh, his outfit looked like he was Irish because he was wearing like a black leather kilt. (laughs) It looked looked green to me. I don't know what it was. I just know it was a kilt and a tie and then this hat that looked like he was a... A leprechaun in heat. Yeah, I don't know, man. <laughs> I, don't, I, I, I don't know. Well, it goes... We, we touched on the tiny, tiny, tiny... Scratched a little tiny surface of that in the last episode where we... First of all, we got to say welcome to our listeners. Uh, we appreciate that you... Uh, have been patient with us over these last seven, eight months. And we're trying to get a a string of back to back to back episodes going for you. This way you can tickle your eardrums as, uh, as David would say, we tickle drums. (laughs) Yes, yes, yes. Oh, damn. Oh yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I just, mm -hmm. Mm mm-hmm. One. What is a young man? <laughs> oh, now he wants uh, to see what? Yeah, <laughs> you don't, folks. Don't mind us. We're just going through a little, little technical stuff right now. Yeah, yeah so I want to say it's always the technical well, stuff, though. You know, I want to say big shout out to our listeners in Germany. You know who continue to hold us down, <laughs> literally. You know, and also our listeners in Guatemala. You know, Guatemala. Guatemala. Yo, this is called dedication, my brother. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. We were just we were just thanking all our listeners in, in Guatemala who who definitely. Shout out! Give us a shout out. Hell yeah! We got a shout out Costa Rica. Oh yeah, yeah, big time, baby. Tico's in the house. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. You know, um, I I gotta eat some crow from last week because you know you eat something. I eat some because I, I I was like. I said Canelo was going to win easy, and um, he wound up getting his ass whooped. I think I'm the the only one that said I thought they were going to give it to uh, Bivol. You know, everyone really, most most people thought that it was going to be a Canelo win. I thought it was going to be a Canelo win. I mean, I didn't see anybody beating him, but it was a hard task for him to move up that weight and fight a light and light heavyweight. I mean, you can tell. The, the strength just overcame him. You know what I mean? But yeah. you know what it is. It, it to me, it wasn't. It wasn't just the strength. 
it was he was he was actually shook. Like I was, you know, just watching him. Like, yeah, you, you get hit with somebody's you know, I don't power. know if he was shook because he tried he tried to swing back. So it wasn't yeah, like no, no, he no. wasn't shooting no, back. Not, no, I'm not saying that. It was he felt that power, right? And then once he felt that power, the the confidence that he normally has and he normally goes out there with, that was that was gone. Yeah, he could it tell was, he wasn't gonna knock him out. Like he could yeah, tell. It it was gone. It wasn't it wasn't even about a knockout at this time. I think he was like, I just need to survive because he was at that point where he looked when when he had him against the ropes, he looked like a little kid that didn't know, that was in the wrong place. Right. Overpowered, yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. You know, and um you know, I I, I wonder what his next fights you know, are going to look like because he said he's going to do the rematch. He wants the rematch against them. And well, that would be interesting. I, you know, that would be interesting. I would, I would love to watch it again, right? But mm-hmm. I'll tell you this, man. When he goes back to his normal weight, he is pound for pound. And whoever he fights, he, he will whoop his ass. You know, the, the thing was, his next fight was supposed to be against Triple G again. Now that's not going to happen now because he's going to take this. He's going to do this rematch. I, the thing is, I think if he if he loses this rematch, and and there's a strong chance he could lose the rematch. If he loses this rematch, I think it gives a lot of these other fighters in that division where he normally fights at a greater chance at beating him because I, I, I think that confidence will really be rocked. I mean, th- I think, think about, so. you know, think about it this way. You get a lot of these fighters, right? And I, I know everybody's different. Yeah, we know that. But, but <laughs> you know, you get a lot of these fighters and say they do decide to move up and they can't handle it, right? And this is... So who, what fighter has moved up as much as he did? None, no one. Nah, over the years you know, there was there's, there's been fighters no, no. that have moved as up as much weight. weight that he that that Canelo has done from when he usually fights to this much weight. Nobody has done that before. I mean, the only one I could think that tried to do that was Durant. Uh uh-uh. uh Didn't he, he go? Didn't he go went up like weight. a couple classes, didn't? Yeah, he? he did, but not that much. This right. is the first time somebody did it that much. Different, right, 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 right. Yeah, but you 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 got to think about it. No, normally, the guys that Canelo is fighting. He's way bigger than, like even in his in his his class, he's bigger than. So, but the weight is still the same. It, Come on, no, I, I I get it, I get it, but you know the the difference is also he didn't seem as quick either. There, and that's the listen, when when a boxer goes even from one one division to another one, just one, right? They say it's not good for that boxer because it's very difficult to do. You know what I mean, and that's just one, right? So it depends on if you're you're if you're coming from the bottom up, right? And and if you already have boxed in that 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 higher division, it makes a big difference. When you haven't, I mean, it's, it's a learning experience. I think if they would fight again, I think hey, I'm not saying Canelo would win; it'd be a good great match. But I think if he comes back to his normal weight and fight these guys, his confidence won't be gone, even if he lost two. Against against uh Bivol, think about it. He understands you, that he went so high up. He's going back to his normal people. He gonna fuck people up again. No, well, you no, know what? I, you know what though? If you really think about it, right? Look, I mean, they both walked away making big money, big big money. And you know what? Yeah, his his it took a blow to his ego. I'm sure it took a blow to his ego, and he took a loss. You know, but at the end of the day, uh, right now. Pound for pound, Bivol showed that he is the best right now. Pound for pound, and everybody's right. everybody's saying that right now. They're saying right now, well, well, it's well right in his division, pound for pound at his, at that weight. And his division. Let him come down to Canelo's division. That's I mean, what I'm saying. Let him come down. Let's sport. go. He's heard, just a big guy. Yeah, well, you know what they say about big guys that lose. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, well. First of all, <laughs> well, first of all, he's. <laughs> He he's not gonna come down. You know that's not happening. So right. get get that pipe dream out of there. That's not yeah, happening. Yeah, that's not gonna happen. I'm just talking you know, shit. 
But the, the thing about the, what I was talking about with Canelo, I'm talking about the confidence of the other fighters in his division will get higher. You know, a lot of times that confidence is what you need going into a fight. A lot of times you'll get into a fight that's scheduled and, you know, it's, you know, your confidence is rock. You, like, you don't fully have that real confidence once you get in there or once you take that first hit. You don't have that confidence. Well, well, well I, tell you, I, t- I tell you what, you know what? It's nothing like getting hit with that one-two, you know what I mean? Yeah, you know. It feels good. Well, Sometimes it feels good. It wakes you up. Nah, I, I'm I'm good on that aspect. And I'm sure, <laughs> I am sure, I am positive that he felt shook a few times a couple of those blows because, yo, Bivol looked like he was putting a beating on. Oh no, no, he yeah. definitely, he definitely was shook after after getting some of those, you know, the shots that he got, but you know. His 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 I never went down, Ray. I never went down, Ray. <laughs> his, his his confidence wasn't wasn't where it should have been, but you know, we'll we'll see what happens when this rematch happens. Um, Come on, Rock. If he had to ask me right now, I I don't see him winning the rematch. I I just think that um this isn't the right fighter for him to face. It's just, you know, sometimes, you know, your matchup dictates what's going to happen. And it's like when Wilder was fighting Tyson Fury. Yeah. Um, it's not a good matchup. It's not yeah, a good matchup. Yeah, that happens in boxing, definitely. I think the next opponent should be Little Boy Blue. Little Boy Blue against the Bugle Boy? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You know, so Listen, we'll see I what want, happens. I want to know when when they're going to re-enlist uh, Midget Tossing. The what? Oh. Midget Tossing. Remember that? Midget Tossing? Yeah. But I used to have it in the club, bro. <laughs> you, no, I'm serious. I'm That's a, I've never funny. been to that club. It's, no, please listen, explain to me the club listen, you've been to. They were strapped. You, you, they were strapped in little harness, and they had two handles on them. And they were strapped. You were able to throw them as far as you can. Yeah, I've never been to that club where you're strapped. Sorry. Yeah, you, you know, he was. Yeah, he's thinking about his days back at Studio Fifty Four. You know, they had some crazy yeah. times there. Yo, yo, yeah. yeah, this dude. <laughs> listen, there's nothing like tossing a midget. Yeah. Yeah. But to all, our, to all our midget listeners, we don't mean anything about that. Oh man, don't get offended yeah. to anybody that's short. <laughs> I'm short. What are you talking about? <laughs> In what part? <laughs> My pinky. But <laughs> that's not what I heard. <laughs> Listen, don't be talking about me like that. Uh, listen, pound for pound, you know what they say. <laughs> you know, but, you know, back to the task at hand. Now we got these NBA playoffs really taking off. These series have been really fun to watch. Um, but it, it's funny how these series have been going. Either they're really close or they're blowouts. Last night we had two blowouts. Um we had Miami destroy the Sixers. That was beautiful. And, that was beautiful to watch. Yeah, because, you know, I I will say this. We had, in that game last night, we had Embiid crying. And I get, <laughs> you know, I, I, let me tell you something. He was he's the phantom great, of the opera last night. Yeah, let me tell you something. He's a, yeah, he's a great. What you want from him? No, 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 it's not that. It's It's, it's not just that. That's because he was tossing midgets the night before. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I tell That's you. The problem with playing Miami. Did they play in Miami? They played in Philly. Yeah. They played in, they played in Miami. Yeah, that's why. I'm, 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 I'm going to tell you this. I'm going to tell you my. You were in the Holland Tunnel? <laughs> yeah. I'm in Miami. Oh, dear. yeah. Oh, excuse me. Yeah. Excuse me, yo. Can you go get me a Cuban? Mm. Since you're down there? No, wait, 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 wait. Time out. Wait. You want a Cuban? I'm talking about the what, sandwich. What is, no, okay, all What's right. His name? What's his name? <laughs> Ramon. 
let me let me tell you about my issues with um with Embiid. Cubans. <laughs> no, no, I have no issues with Cubans. Let me tell you about my issues with Embiid. All right, Embiid, he he talks a lot. You know, I kind of got into this last week. He talks a lot, and he runs his mouth a lot. And in some instances, he doesn't back it up. Yes, he's hurt right now, and this, this, and that. Even on the play where he went down to the ground and he tried to make it seem like the guy hit him. No, the ball actually hit him in the face. You know. Yeah, but the guy was holding the ball. It, listen, but the listen, it is what it is. It happens. It's basketball. No, I but, get it. I but, I, I, I don't. Know, I think but, he, but, he does talk his talk, but I think he he walks his walk. I mean, he's, he was almost. He, he, listen, almost let, him, let, him, let me tell you something. He he talks a lot. He just rubs me the wrong way because what he does, like for instance, this year, one of the things that he did this year, which I lost, I had respect for him, but then I lost it, and I'm gonna tell you what it is. All right, he did a. They were asking him, um, you know, during the season about the MVP award, right? And he was trying to make himself a sympathetic figure to get the award. Like, just certain things that he was saying. He was like, oh, well, they don't look at me the same like that or this, this, and that. Like, dude, let your let your game do the talking, and that'll be that. This year's running for the MVP actually was like a four-man race. A lot of people aren't talking about the fourth person who I think was up in there, and even if he would have won it, that wouldn't have been a big deal. I think Devin Booker had a big chance at getting it as well, the way he played. CP3 went, CP3 went down, and he elevated his game, and they didn't drop off. Yeah, but so, they have a better squad. They have a better but squad. you know what? But but you know what? If you look at Phoenix, and, I, and I'm not saying Phoenix doesn't have a good squad. Phoenix has good depth. But the two guys that you have are CP3 and and Booker. Who who, who are, won who won playoff games for you? Now let's not forget CP3 won that playoff game by himself in the fourth quarter, and he did it. He's been doing it in the in the playoffs guys consistently. Like that that's a per, that's a player you want on your team. And, and Booker Booker has help, bro. Booker has help. I believe that Jokic 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 the Joker whatever Jokovic he. He won and he deserves it, but I think that um, Embiid was right there with him, though. Oh no, he was. Listen, it like when when they break it down to the, the three man race that it came down to the three finalists, yeah, between Giannis, Embiid, and Jokic, you could argue for any one of them to have it. I think. See, a lot of people um, they get upset because I think one of the things is that the NBA does, which in both sports, what they should do is name the MVP right after the season is done. I agree. Because I've been hearing too many people say, oh, well, look at what happens. He loses in the first round and this and that. It's a regular season award. Right. People, right. people keep counting what happens in the postseason to what is going on in the regular season. Dude, it is a regular season award. Yeah. Jokic, Jokic didn't have two of his players with him. Two of his other key guys, he didn't have Jamal Murray. He didn't have Michael Porter Jr. Those two guys were out, and look at what he did with that team. He did – I mean, they made the playoffs. Um, granted, they didn't win their first-round matchup, but, I mean, people act like Jokic wasn't in the conference finals two years ago. Mm. Hey, let's He's, not forget – Let's not forget that Devin Booker was in fourth. He came in fourth. Yeah, but that's what I'm saying. Like, Booker Booker had a great year. And like I said, and when CP3 went down, he carried that torch. That team is led by those two guys. And, you know, I thought when CP3 was went down, I thought Phoenix was going to lose some ground, and they didn't. They They got better. So, you know... Devin Booker just elevated his game a lot more in that situation. Um, but, you know, like I said, the, you know, my issues with Embiid, you know, getting back to that, my issues with him is that he talks a lot. He run, And he he cries a lot, too, and I just can't. He ruffles your feathers. Yeah, I, I, I can't because, dude, like, I, I've watched players over the years who do those things 
they they you know things don't go their way and they want to complain and do this and that but you don't do the other things to change those things you just continue to talk and talk and talk and a lot of times it falls on deaf ears it gets tiresome and when it comes to him even when they lose games i was watching the press conference that they had and when they lose games you know he, he he doesn't take accountability either like you know like granted yes he's playing hurt and and i give him all the credit in the world playing with the with the hand and with the you know the orbital thing, I give him all the credit in the world playing with that. But it comes down to a lot of times if you're out there, you know if you're able to be out there, be out there and do what you got to do, and start, and don't don't make excuses. Do what you got to do. If you don't got it tonight, say I didn't play well tonight. He never says, "Oh, I don't play. I didn't play well." He he always he throws people under the bus and he does it subliminally. Just like last night, he threw his coach under the bus subliminally. You know, he didn't flat out say Doc Rivers did this, but the stuff that he was saying was was leading to that. So it's like, dude, you know, a coach can only do but so much. You are the players. You know, you're the ones that are taking the shots. You know, at the end of the day, a coach can call the greatest game in the world. But if the players don't implement it the right way, I'm sorry, it's not going to happen. Yeah. I'll tell you what, you guys, you guys, I'm sure you guys remember, right? But you know that uh, you remember that Hall of Famer, the Hall of Famer, Bob Lanier died, man. Oh yeah, yeah, seventy two yeah. years old, man. He was he was big time, man. He played for the Bucks and the Pistons. He he wow. was a he he was a great player, and yeah, what I remember from him the most was actually growing up. Um, he was the one that was leading the charge on the NBA. Um, for the kids to read, he was an ambassador for the league. Yeah, yeah. He would he would always try to um, improve literacy with the yep. kids. Yeah, you know he was he was that guy that was out in that forefront. He went to all these different cities because I remember when he actually came to Yonkers when I was a kid. And he came there. He went to the library, and it was all these different kids. You know, from all over the city. And yeah, it was he went he went to the library in Getty Square. I had a school trip there. That's how I remember it. Yeah. <laughs> they gave and, they gave you a free bunk. Yo, listen, you know No, but I was <laughs> I was in Getty Square and you know how that is. I got a little sneaker a little sneaker thing for you, uh brother. Oh. What size shoe do you think he was? What size shoe do I think Bob Lemire was? What was uh I I forget how tall he was, but um I'm going to say either 14 or 15. Listen, listen, you're way off. He was at 18 and a half. Damn. Wow. That's a little, that's a little, uh, trivia. Trivia. All right. Well, since you said that, yeah. And, and we'll get back to the regular stuff in a second. Since you said that, what size shoe the Shaq wear? 22 and a half, was it? Yeah, I was going to say 22. Yeah, 22 and a half. Oh, shit. Yo. How the fuck did I remember that? <laughs> yo, I tell you what. Yo. <laughs> that fucking idiot surviving me. <laughs> yeah, he's crazy, yo. Yo, that whole thing they got going on right now between him and Kenny Smith is great. Oh, yeah, it's it's hilarious. Oh, my God. Kenny Smith put all kinds of stuff in, in, in like, the shake he made for him. And he even put some uh, uh, Jergens lotion. And Shaq, Shaq was drinking wow. it on set, and he was like, "Oh yeah, it tastes pretty good." And he was like, "Yeah, did you taste the Jergens lotion?" He was like, looked at him and said, "Yo, I'm about to get up out of this seat, and I'm about to take care of you right now." I'm like, "Yo, these guys are crazy." Yeah, no, no, that that is those That's guys are group. hilarious. Those guys are hilarious. And then um, that whole thing with Charles Barkley with the feeling the body up against the body, I'm like, yo, yo. <laughs> yeah, they're, they're too funny. funny. And he yeah, wasn't talking funny. about Cubans. <laughs> Listen, leave, leave my Cubans alone. Okay, leave my Cubans alone. Hey, Poppy. Listen, listen, Poppy, Poppy, no, Poppy, no. You know what I'm saying, Poppy? <laughs> You know, but, um, you know, back to these playoffs, um, 
I, I tell you this, I think a lot of these series might go to game seven. If so they, why? If, yeah, why? Yeah, it looks like it's, it's they all pretty much hit it game seven. But you know what? I'm what's crazy to me is that I'm seeing people talk about choosing the who would you choose on your team, Booker or Luca, and people actually have the ask that. Like I can't even. I know Booker is good, and he had a great season. He's a great, but he's he's not nowhere near Luca at this point. Nah, you know. You know I gotta, I gotta agree with you on that. I tell you what, I didn't think Luca. I don't really like Luca, but I can respect him. He's a good player, man. You know, Luca. See, you know, you know, what the tough thing is, they're both great players. They're both great players. The difference to me that I see, Luca steps it up in the playoffs, and he steps it up when it counts. I mean, last night he didn't have the greatest game, but Dallas didn't have a great game. So, you know. You know, you throw that game out, it's a wash. But Luca, overall, his he steps his game up in the biggest games. Now, the only thing that Luca has to do to improve upon is be more consistent with his jump shot. If that and dude is, yeah, you know, I mean, defensively, you know, I mean, you know, you know what he's gonna give you. I mean, he can step up a little bit more defensively. You know, you put that work in. But I tell you this. If that dude's jump shot ever becomes consistent, it will. forget about it. Forget about it, because that dude will be unstoppable. He's already tough to stop now. Right. You know? I, I The only thing with Dallas is they're still missing another player to go along with him. That's what they're missing. What's and, wrong with Hardaway? Hardaway? Let me tell you something about Hardaway. Hardaway's been that that guy... Um, who has always been inconsistent? He's they need somebody like him, but he got he's got he's got talent. It's unfortunate. Yeah, but listen, his talent only takes him but so far because he's inconsistent. He's a streaky shooter, but he's a, he's you know he's a streaky shooter. It'll be nice to have yeah, him. No, I get that, but but think think about it this way: they have guys who can shoot, but none of them hit anything last night. You know, the difference oh, yeah. is you have you have Luca who is a superstar, right? You look at these other teams, these other teams at least have two two stars or two close to superstars on their teams that and a hard, you know and a hard work coming from the bench. Yeah, so like he doesn't have that other guy that that is like, you know what? Like for instance, you play Milwaukee and uh, granted, Middleton is hurt right now, but Giannis would have Middleton, and he has Holiday. You know what I mean? Like those two other guys, they're they're good players. So you have that going along there. You look at Phoenix. You have Chris Paul. You have Booker. Um, the only team that I I look at that's in the playoffs now that doesn't really have that. They don't. Um, well, Memphis has a good team, but Ja is their star, but he's going to be out pretty yeah, much now almost the playoffs. Yo, what do you think about what happened with him? That's terrible. Oh, that, dude, that play was, it when wasn't, he, when he hit it the wasn't, knee. It, it, it wasn't dirty because, for instance, his knee was already messed up. He has right. a, he had a, he had a, he had a, um, a strain or whatever. That, you think he did on him, him lightly touching his knee to do that? Nah, that's come on. It's different if he if he whacked at it. That's one thing. He he touched him lightly. It's not even that he and he didn't do it aggressively. Yeah, I, I don't think it was on purpose either. And it, no. it looked like you, like if he was going for the ball, like you know how when you grab to steal a ball and you hit a knee, like yeah. I kind of feel like it was kind of like that. I, I, yeah. I didn't see any and, evil intent. And it and it wasn't hard. Like right, if it, it was hard. If it was hard, to be a different story. It, he I'm sure didn't, it <laughs> You know, it'd be a different story if it was, but it wasn't. And, you know, for people to be like, oh, he did something wrong. He didn't do anything wrong. He was playing He was playing defense. He went for the ball. He hit his knee. And he didn't even hit, hit his knee hard. And it's, it's not that serious. It this really is isn't what, that serious. This is what we talked about two episodes ago on how he can't consistently take that Banging, you know what I mean? Down yeah. hard, you know what I mean? Yeah, he's a like I said, he reminds me of Iverson, and he takes the punish 
punishment like Iverson does. Right. And, you know, like I said, he's another one. If he can improve upon that jump shot and let it be consistent, because him, when he drives to the hole, he's unstoppable, in which I get that. But another thing is, you got to think about your long-term health as well. You know, Allen Iverson would have played, though. He's he's now, he's at doubtful. Allen Iverson yeah. would have definitely played. Oh, no, no, listen. Yeah, with that, you couldn't, you couldn't keep Iverson off the court. Right. You couldn't. But Philly had no choice either because they didn't have anybody else. He was them, you know? It's not like it's not like they had a secondary star. They didn't. It was Iverson, and they went as far as Iverson took them. So, you know, um, don't forget but, about Matumbo, man. Don't forget about Matumbo. Yeah, but Matumbo wasn't Matumbo. anything offensively. Every <laughs> Matumbo was defense. I know, I know. <laughs> you know what I mean? Speaking of seven different languages, and you still don't, and, and you still don't understand what he's saying. He was, <laughs> and he always finished up every sentence with. Oh damn it! Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> yeah, come on, seriously, yeah. Oh. <laughs> uh. <laughs> oh gosh! Uh, anyway. Back to the news at hand. <laughs> Back to our well, schedule program. <laughs> Yo. Uh, he had oh, all the man. skills in his knuckles, you know what I mean? Yo, this dude here. Come on. Don't he got a son that's pretty dope? Oh, that's um, he does, that's he does actually. Manu Bowl's son, I think. Manu Bowl's yeah, son. Bowl, bowl. He's still bowling, right? Yeah, Bowl Bowl. Bowl Bowl. He's actually a good player. <laughs> <laughs> I remember them talking about He needs to put on some weight, though. He ain't going to last. Huh? Well, yeah, he, he does need to put on weight, but as tall as he is, it's hard to... As All tall these tall motherfuckers need to, they need to put, get putting on Putting on weight at that height, especially, you know, when, when you're thinking about these guys running up and down the court and everything, it's, it, it weighs on them. It makes them not last as long. Yeah. Bull Bull can actually shoot. Like yeah. he can, he has range, and yeah. he actually has he has a bit of handle too. He just has to refine his game so he can play more. But Bobo can muscle. play a little bit of muscle. Yeah, Good yeah he, he can play. And just to give an update right now, Boston is leading Milwaukee right now, sixty nine to sixty three. Oh, your magic number. Okay, and, okay. And the later game tonight at nine thirty, we have the Warriors and Grizzlies. Warriors are gonna Warriors. shut it down. Oh yeah, the the Warriors are they're taking they're taking it over. Yeah, they, they're gonna they're, they're gonna close them out tonight, and that's yeah, gonna be that. They definitely will. Yeah, I and agree um, I'm I'm because... rooting for Milwaukee to pull it out today. And I think they will. You know, this series, I I think this series is gonna go seven. Um, it it, it the series is gonna go back and forth because. You know, just the way these two teams play and their style of play, I think it's just going to go back it's and like, forth. It's, it's like the team either is all it's an all cylinders or not. That's why it's crazy, right? Yeah, that's how they yeah. play. Yeah, and I, you know, Giannis isn't getting the full help like he had. I mean, granted, Middleton is a big loss because he's not playing, and. Grayson that's, Allen that's a huge loss. Huge. Yeah, huge loss. Giannis gotta Grace... just do what he's been doing and play 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 like he, he did last year and took over. But you, you gotta know? think it, you gotta think about it this way too. The way Boston plays defense and the way they've been playing against them, um, they yeah. are frustrating him a bit. Boston has they play great defense, so they do. You can't you can't take anything away from them. But it's when not, it comes they're to not that. stopping Giannis, they're just stopping everyone else. No, they listen, Giannis, how can I put it? Gian, I mean, Giannis had a no. Giannis had a bad game. I think it was a game one, and I think they still won it. His numbers still look good, but for him, he had a bad game. Um, but Giannis also is another guy that you know when it comes down into the playoffs, um, you know you're facing the same team over and over, and what they realize is you have to keep Giannis outside. You got to get him to try to shoot those jumpers that he's not the greatest with because when he goes downhill, you're not stopping him, period. Nah, you're not. So with that height and the weight, yeah, yeah, he's you, a beast. You have, 
Yeah. So what they do, I mean, they've been switching guys off on him and playing more physical with him, and they're trying to keep him more to the outside and let these other guys step up. The the key guy right now from Milwaukee, which he's been playing good most of the time, but he's disappeared the past two games, is Grayson Allen. If Grayson Allen can score in the – if he can score in the 20s like he was doing before, Milwaukee is in great shape. But when he doesn't score like that, um, Milwaukee doesn't – they just don't play well enough because they don't have enough firepower. Right. Especially when you're playing against a defensive team the way Boston is. You need you need the firepower that you have, you need it to really go off. I think – you know what happens is that as as good as a defensive team that Boston is, they get tired with with Giannis, man. That that's a that's a big load for them. And then what happens is they get so tired on offense that it doesn't click. Yeah, I I, I totally get that, and and that's the reason why, um, that's the reason why um, Boston, you know, they switch a lot of guys off. Yeah, they switch guys on, off and on because they know you know you're putting so much in defensively that you can't just put one guy in because let's just say they put Jalen Brown on him, right? Jalen Brown is going to get worn down if you do that. Um, same thing with anybody else. And then Boston just lost one of their best defenders too, um, Williams. He's hurt mm-hmm. again. Mm-hmm. So, so that. That's a big key because they would put him in against um, Giannis as well. So that's one big body, one less body that you can put on him to try to give him some fit. So, you know, you know at this point in the playoffs, every a lot of people, a lot of teams have hurt players and they just got to be creative about it, man. Suck it up, man. I don't think well, anybody's yeah. healthy at this point. No. Well, no, it's, it's, it's not even that. It's not even, it's about, um, also, like perseverance, it, it's about if you're hurt or if you're injured. If you're yeah, injured, yeah. you can't play. If right. you're hurt, right, you, you gotta suck it up. Um, you know, but the thing is with um Boston, they they play their rotation pretty much to a T. They don't really deviate from that. So, you know, like when you lose a, a bigger body like that. It's a matter of who you who else you're gonna throw in. So to throw at Giannis. So, you know. And if they play physical with him as well, because with Giannis, you have to play physical with him. You got you gotta beat him. You gotta try to beat him up. You gotta try to try. That's the thing. You gotta try. He's so big, he's such a big body that he's able to bang hard down in the low in the low post, you know? Yeah, but you know the thing is with him. As big as he is, he doesn't play it in the post like that. Yeah, but he does get down. He, he does drives. He drives. Oh, no, he dri- he, no, he drives. But right, right. let me say something. If he added a post game, oh, oh, my goodness. Right. You know what I mean? Like, he, like you, you look at these big guys, right? Like, you, you look at a Giannis. You look at, you look at LeBron. LeBron doesn't have a great post game. LeBron's post game is when he's going against a smaller guy that he can abuse. Right. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like, you know who developed the post game? Your your favorite player. I know you don't like him, but it beat. Oh no, he has he's he's dominant in the post. He, I give he, I give respect where respect. He got better. Due. He got but better in the post game. He's a beast in the post. Beast. The you know the other antics with him is what what my issue is. But no, he's a beast in the post, and he improved. He improved his jump shot. His jump shot too. Yeah. The only thing is, the only thing with me is he shoots it too much. Like, yeah, you're right. You, you're not that consistent of a shooter. You know, stick and to that's what why, you're at, You know, yeah. That's why you. That's why you see a lot of these guys give him in that space. All right, listen. I could live with you making that shot out there. I'm trying not to let you score inside. Because right. yes, yes. Granted, three is more than two. But more often than not, if he hits one, he's going to try to shoot and shoot and shoot. That means you're not going to be in the post. You're helping me out when you do that, period. Right, right. But you know what? He's going to take those shots because he feels confident in why he's doing it. But listen, t- take them all you want. You can take them all you want. But you got to hit them 
Well, and I I'm mean, you know, there could come a time mm-hmm. or a point where he will start hitting them. You never know. No, I mean, he, he has hit them. But the, the thing is, with the way Philly is playing, their role players aren't really stepping up either. Like, everybody, you know, Harden is a shell of himself. He just disappeared. He had one big game this series, and then he – then yesterday he disappeared, he disappeared again. again. Yeah, and then they're looking for Maxi to do something, and Maxi isn't that guy. And everybody thinks he's that guy because he had a couple of he had a stretch where he scored over third, you know, in the thirties, consistent at one point. I think it was during the season, but he's not yeah. that guy either. He's not that guy, at least not yet. So, you know, Philly is it's Philly got right problems. Now. Philly, Dude, Philly has problems. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I, I I see it this way. I, I think Miami is going to close them out the next game. Not saying that series can't go seven, but I just – Miami knows what's in front of them and just take advantage of it and do what you got to do. Continue playing the way you've been playing, and Miami will be fine. I think so, too. I think Miami's going to win it. I hate fucking Miami. I know you do, I, I, bro. Yeah, he, likes but the, you, he likes the Cubans. He likes the Cubans? I think he loves. You well, like the Cubans, loves? No, <laughs> I like my, I like my Cuban cafecito. Cafecito. Oh, oh the cafe con leche, huh? Cafe mm. con leche, cafe mm. con leche. <laughs> well, you know, and um, another thing that we got to get into: Tom Brady. Wow. Oh, yeah. Getting a ten-year deal from Fox for three hundred and seventy-five million. Listen, listen. We're Some people have about the luck. going from the greatest to ever step on the field to probably the biggest contract to ever sign as an announcer. Oh no, it's not the biggest. It's close he's, to he's, it. He's close to it, but he's not. He's not number one. But, but they um, they giving him big money. Like if he was like they know what they're gonna get out of him. Yeah, and, I'm and, not and that's sure. I, I'm not. Exactly. I'm not hundred percent positive. If he's going to be as good as they perceive he's going to be, mm-hmm. well, I would say I'm going to say I'm going to I'm going to go out there not hearing him even talk ever, right? As an announcer, I'm going to say that he probably will put the the work in to be one of the best that there is because if he does that day in and day out on the field, he's going to do that same thing on on the broadcast booth. Yeah, but I heard his voice. Yeah, know. he. You don't he, know if you like his voice. His voice, yes. When he talks, think, yeah. I, I think I'm if sorry you're, if you I, I, but let me. Sorry, me. Too. I'm saying, yeah, I didn't hear you. Yeah, you, you said, cut off. Oh, um, I'm sorry. I said if you're not from Boston, I think everybody fucking hates his voice. <laughs> you, you know, you, you know, for you, you know, for me, I'm, I'm gonna tell you this. Like he, hearing when he talks about football, he just not that he doesn't know it because, of course, he knows the game. I don't. I think he might be a dud as an announcer. Not everybody can do it. Like people True. think. Pe- no, people not think You could just people think you could just jump out there and do it. Like you know. When you when you want, when you hear Romo announce the, like when he announces, you know he he went in and did a great job. Um, it was hard from the beginning, though. Yeah, it but was all right. also, I didn't. Really, it was all right, but he. I mean, he. I mean, CBS is paying him a lot of money, so yeah. Know, I'm. You know, I, I, mean, I he's prefer done, Phil, I prefer Phil Sims. Yes, oh, me too. You, well, how they jerked him out of calling games. That's yeah, just, that shit was crazy. That that's messed up because of because of Jim Nance, but I, you know, I, announcers that that just yeah, that's yeah. Well, you know what? It, it's it's part of the old boys club. Yeah, yeah, but Phil Sims was actually really good at calling. He was good. I, yeah, I thought he was way better than Phil. I mean, that Phil Sims was way better than him. So, oh yeah, I don't know. by far. You know what what would be nice though, but you know, you hear them in ESPN on Monday nights is. Is the Manning brothers oh, when they when they talk they are hilarious, man. Now, if you want to pay somebody good money, pay them. Yeah, yeah. but the thing is, is, they go out there, so I don't know if that would fly in prime time. 
they're, they're um, from what I was reading, we should get them on the show. We should. Well, we can. Let me make we a few phone calls. We can try. Um, Joe Buck is supposed to be leading into them. Like he's gonna be on their telecast a little bit. Oh, get out! Yeah, I don't know how. After a couple shots or before, I don't know how that's gonna work because he's gonna be calling the game on ESPN as well. So I guess they're gonna do cut-ins. I guess I don't. I don't know how that's supposed to work, but I know I was reading up on that. Zoom. (laughs) Well, you know, you know, him. I heard his name. They used to hit the source before they got on TV. Yeah, I heard they're gonna use Anchor. Well. If they use Anchor, I mean, Anchor is a great source. I'm just saying. It most certainly is. Just saying. You can invite your friends and have a party. Well. (laughs) We can invite Romo. And uh, (laughs) we can invite freaking. uh, What's this guy's name from the Cowboys on the quarterback? Or Troy Aikman. Troy Aikman, I hate that motherfucker. I know. Well, that's, that's your. I tell you what. Well, listen, that's your new Monday Night Crew, Joe Buck and yeah. Aikman. So, well, they went from A-Rab. They, they went from they're going to stop. Watch, he's going to freaking come in and he's going to be drunk one day, and they're going to. Well, they, 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 they already got busted for drinking on the job. Yeah, it's going to happen. They, they, yeah. Their, their deals aren't long deals. Their, their deals are actually short deals. So you never know how long they're actually going to be there for. I think they signed on for three or four years. So he, he, I, I don't like Troy Aikman. He's always uh, pro his Cowboys. I get it. He, he was a Cowboy. But, man, he's always pro them all the damn time. Fucking disgusting. I uh, know. I well, don't like that either. Well, you know, it it is what it is. I mean, if if it didn't change in year after year one, you know it's not going to change. So, you know, it is what it is. I mean, it's it's either you choose to listen to them or choose to listen to a different broadcast or put it on mute and watch it. You know, it's just one of those things. But you know, we got we got that with football going on, and then in baseball, we just had a no hitter the other night. Last night, matter of fact, um, the Angels had a no hitter. But Otani, right? no, Otani didn't pitch it. Um, um, I forget what the guy's name is, but they had a no hitter last night, and they won like they won twelve to nothing. Wow! And, and a funny thing to come out of that, um, which has a New York tie to it, is. Noah Syndergaard, who was with the Mets, um, after the game came out and said, "That's a no hit. That's a real no hitter." Oh, which he, taking, which he was taking shots at his former team. Wow. Yes. Soon, soon as soon as I said that, soon as I read it, I said, "You're mad because you're not a Met anymore." That's right. plain and simple. Because there's no reason for you to say that. Your team is in first place. I, I get it. It's not. There's no reason for him to say that, and it was a little zinger, and he did that. But he has a, he has a point though. But no, listen, a combined no hitter is a no hitter. Either way, uh, the team didn't get a hit. It's, yeah, but it's usually it's usually impressive. The impressive part part about it is when you when, do it by yourself, one pitcher, right? Oh no, no, I get it. Listen, I, I'm not taking. Listen, I am not taking anything away from that. AKA not, David Wells. But, but what I'm what I'm saying is, you know, a no hitter is nothing to laugh at, and you know, it's a good deep, when, defensive when, effort. Yeah, when when you when you turn around and you say something like that, it's like the first you're thing that I say is, "Have you done it?" No, you haven't done he's it. A, yeah, he's definitely a hater. You, you, you know can't what? The, say only on the, no hitters, the only no hitters that I found enjoyable was David Cohn. And David Wells. Yeah, there was a there's a there was a, a lot more than that. There was a lot more than that. But I and Doc Gooden, um, but I found those enjoyable because they were teams I liked. They were my right, teams. Right, right. 
yeah. not teams. Who cares about the Angels? I mean, it was impressive that they did. And by the name, by the way, the guy's name was uh, Dit Ditmers or something like that. Dittmers. Yeah, Detmer, Detmer, yeah, Detmers. But you know what? Listen, I agree with Carlos. It is more impressive when it's just one guy from start to finish. But you know, it's a team effort. It's not about uh, it's about team. So, oh no, let, let me say something. I get, I get that aspect. I I just see it from when. Syndergaard, it's it's different if somebody else said it, right? It I understand why he said it. It, it would it wouldn't mean. Let me tell you something. It wouldn't mean as much, but the simple yeah. fact that you said it, and like everybody knows, you're taking a, a jab at your former team that you wish you were a part of. Like, right? It's he, just the sour sour grapes, right? Yeah, he said he's sour because he's not on that team, and you know. Well, what's the if, backstory on that? Well, because what happened was, um, everybody he only pitched two innings um, last year coming back, and so what everybody thought around baseball was, all right, the Mets are going to offer him the the qualifying offer, and he would most likely take that qualifying offer. Well, what happened was the Angels, because they were desperate for pitching. Um, they offered him an offer, but it was just a little bit more than a qualifying offer. Just a little bit more. Um, so he, so, he, got the, he, he searched so for he, the money. So, he, he, so, yeah. And he said, well, the Mets didn't try to sign me, which isn't true. What they, what everybody knew what they were going to do was, yeah, we want to give you a we want to give you a longer term deal. We just want to see you pitch next year and see how you pitch because you're coming from Tommy John surgery. Since you're coming from that surgery, you know, I get it. And and the money literally wasn't. He just wanted more money. In there. Yeah, but you know what? The difference is in L.A. is more taxes. So in reality. He's actually taking less money than the qualifying offer, but that just is what it is. But you know, yeah. So either way, you know, he's he's over there, and you know, hope he can stay healthy because he has talent, and hopefully he does well, and hopefully the Angels can make the playoffs. They're in first place right now. Hopefully they can make the playoffs because I would love to see Mike Trout and Otani in the playoffs. That that'll be great Ooh. to watch if they if they can make the playoffs. That's special play. Two special players right there, man. Yeah, and I mean, it's it's a shame that Michael Mike Trout has only been in the playoffs, I think, one time, and he's considered the best player in the game over the yeah, past like definitely. over the past like six years. You know what yeah. I mean? So, you know, it'd be great. How about, to how about my boy Aaron Judge? How about my boy Aaron Judge? Oh, he had the walk off. He had the walk off last night, and he's he's, he's having a really good year. He's he's banking on himself because the Yankees yeah. offered him a good contract. He's banking on himself. He's gonna to get paid. Now the, the yeah. thing is, the the crazy thing is, is are the Yankees going to sign him? Right, that's a big no reason why they wouldn't. I don't know. Listen, he wants he wants a contract that's like, um, he wants a big contract. He wants a contract that's like almost ten years. And a lot of money. He's and young enough to get it. No, no, no dude, he's yeah, older. He don't want to do that no more. He's older. That's the reason why. Yeah. It's going to be you a difficult I mean? decision. I don't know. He might you have know, to take so. him. He might have to go down and see uh, Jimmy Bacala. Because <laughs> let me tell you something. The, 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 yeah, the way that, the way they've been Jimmy talking about. Uh, the way they've been talking about him and where, I mean, who can possibly sign him and this, this, and that. Let me tell you something. And and this isn't, I, you know, I, I'm a Mets fan. And and let me tell you something. Sorry, they were talking that. about it. Listen, we're both in first place. I know, I know. Both have the, you know what I mean? But anyway, right I mean, the Mets, the Mets are getting their butt whipped right now. But that's just, you know, it is what it is. Um, can't win them all. But what, you know... If he gets into free agency, the, the team that can offer him the most money, you know who it is. And I, you know, if, if the Yankees let that get that far, I have a strong feeling he won't be back. 
because there are teams that can offer a lot of money. There is, for instance, yeah. he's, a lot of- for instance, he he's from California. He grew up near where the Angels play. I, I'm almost certain he was an Angels fan, if I'm not mistaken. I could be wrong on that. The Angels have a lot of money. The Mets have a lot of money. You know, Yankees have a lot of money, but they're choosing not to spend their money. They're not going to let him go. Well, listen, let me tell you something. If if this continues out the way it's going, you, you got to the, – the, the longer this goes, the more money the Yankees are going to have to pay and guarantee these years, and will that happen? That That's the thing. Because that's the thing you have to worry about when it comes to Aaron Judge. Like, it's it's different because they offered him a contract. They put the contract out there what they offered. See, the Yankees normally don't do that. The Yankees are normally tight-lipped. With this situation, they weren't tight-lipped, and that's the issue. There's stuff that's behind the scenes that we don't know about. You know, we never really know about it, but this there's something going on behind the scenes that we really don't know about. So... Because the Yankees normally don't say, oh, yeah, after we offer a guy a contract, oh, yeah, we offered him a great contract, and they had a press conference about it. Yankees don't do that. That's not their MO. Well, I think the reason why they wanted to do that is just to show that they were offering him a decent deal, a deal that he should have took. But you know what? I honestly believe that he's going to have a tremendous season. He's going to put up some crazy numbers and it's going to be, it's going to be, if he re-signs with Yankees, which I believe he will, super max deal. Got a lot of guaranteed money. Well, I tell you this, the reason why to me, um, initially, I, I thought the deal was going to get done during spring training. And the fact that they let it get this far and they got to opening day and they had a press conference about it. Like I said, they had a press conference about it. The Yankees don't do stuff like that. They just don't. It's not the way they operate. I know. Like they, they're, they can, they're trying to save face right now. Oh, no, I, I get it. But now you're costing yourself. I, I put it this way. If the, if the season were to end today, right, that contract that they offered him, is is chump change compared to what he's going to get now. Right, yeah, because he's lighting it up. Yeah, so, you know, it, it's, a t- it's a tough thing. It's a tough thing. You know, I mean, he's been with the Yankees. He, you know, he came through the farm system, and he's a homegrown guy. But I, I tell you this, you got to remember, these players of today are not the players of yesterday. No, they're not, I They're not – they're not the players of yesterday. And since they aren't the players of yesterday, you know, a lot of guys think of, you know what, this is my home. I've been here for X amount of years. Um, now, that's not one of those things. No, it's not. And, you know, they were talking about, I think Rizzo was talking about that, you know. But you know, uh, and they're both, they're, listen, I'll tell you, it's, it's, it's really nice to see both New York's team playing well. Um, and, it, you know, and, you know, we have a lot to look forward to, you know, this upcoming season with the NFL. We have a lot to look forward to with this upcoming season with the NBA. Hopefully, the Knicks are going to make some moves. Um, and, and, and you know, hopefully, uh, you know, I'm not a big Nets fan, but you know what? I'm, you know, it's always nice to see New York teams do well. Hopefully, the Nets will make some moves. And you know what? Look, what a tremendous show, right? We had, you know, a lot of talk about boxing. We had a lot of talk about, oh, man, this has really been an NBA show for sure. Uh, a lot of NBA talk, um, you know, and, and, and very little, very little NFL. Um, so, you know, the schedule, the schedule comes out tomorrow. mm -hmm. So they've already been talking about different matchups that are are going on, but the full schedule comes out tomorrow. So tomorrow, you know, when we do next week's episode, Mm -hmm. then we can really get into these schedules of these teams and look forward to these big matchups that's going to go down. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, absolutely, absolutely. So with that being said, uh, we just want to thank all our listeners once again. 
for uh, you know following us and listening to our show. We we are truly blessed to have you all uh, listening on the line uh, in the various, uh, w- whether it be Spotify, whether it be Apple, whether it be Google Play, whatever whatever, whatever you're listening to. Um, we're 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 grateful and we thank you guys. Um, so, yo, bro, why don't you give a shout out to all our our sponsors? And uh, we'll end this show. All right. Um, Big shout out to our sponsor in Oklahoma, Tico's Barbershop. Yes, Oklahoma City. You want to get a good haircut? Go to Tico's Barbershop. Ask for Christian. And if you give him a $5 tip, he'll do something strange for a little bit of change. You know what I mean? Mm, If you want a number one, number two, or number three, he'll give you a fade and then some. And then some. Yes, we also want to thank um, our other sponsor, Hacienda Six. You want some great candles, some great homemade candles? Hit up Hacienda Six. They have some great smelling candles. I have a bunch of them in my house, and I use them on the daily. Mm, um, you want the light of your life? Mm. Yes. Yes, and ha- they have some great, and I mean great smelling candles. So hit a posse in the six. Um, also, you know, if you're in the New York area, you know, and they go out of state too, if they, you know, if they got to do it, you know, um, Ameritech, you know, they are our contracting sponsor and, you know, you want something done right, you hit up the boys at Ameritech. All right. Those guys right there do a great job. And they elevate not, lifestyle. They elevate lifestyle. Yes, and yes, they definitely do. So hit them up, and you can actually follow them on Instagram as well. All right, our other sponsor we have Wilson's Canine Retreat roof, for, roof. <laughs> for all of your dogs' needs, from walks to talks. Yes, walks, talks, from daycare to overnight boarding to grooming. Hit up Wilson's Canine Retreat. You can you can follow them on Instagram, and also follow them on Facebook if you choose to as well. Did you know? Also, I didn't know. I didn't know that Shaggy and Scooby went. Uh, you you had them over the house the other day. Oh, of course. They they listen. They come through on the weekly. All right, so. You know, check out Wilson's Canines Retreat. Mm. Uh, one of and our original sponsor that has been blessing us with all these new different flavors out right now, right now, right Bartles, now. Bartles and James, the one and only, the one and only Bartles and James. Let me tell you something: the best wine coolers. Listen for any occasion. If you're sitting out on your deck. If you're sitting in front of the house just with some friends just talking, you know, for your barbecues, for family occasions, pick up some Bartles and James. Nice and smooth. Chill and relax. All right? Bartles and James. Yes, sir. And I also want to thank our listeners for listening in yet again. Um, Thank you for your continued support. You know, spread the word. You like you like what you hear. Spread the word. Um, you know, you know, being able to broadcast to you guys is you know is our treat, and we don't take that lightly. And you know, and also for stuff, if you want to hear it on the show, you know, you can always leave us um, leave us feedback. Drop, yep, drop us a post on 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 the uh, on the gram. You know our uh, our In the comment Insta- section. Yes. Our our Instagram is the Boys Sports Talk One. Okay. You can always hit us up there. We will have a Facebook page soon. And you know, like I said before, soon um hopefully we'll have the the video going so you can find us on YouTube and different places as well, different other formats, video formats as well. Um yeah, it like tell you our listeners um we love you guys you know from here in the u.s all over the u.s to germany guatemala you know we're we've been reaching a bunch of different places which is amazing and um 
you know, we want to continue to do that and hit up even more places. So um, thank you for continuing to listen. And um, like I said, we got another show coming next week. And um, yeah, yeah, that's about it. Next week, next week, we'll be talking about NFL playoffs as they're as there, some teams will still be with us and some teams won't. And we're also going to share a little insight about this coming summer, we are going to be doing a live broadcast from Slope Brewing. We are going to be doing a live broadcast from Slope Brewing Company right here in our own backyard, which is in Fishkill, New York. Uh, so we'll, we'll, we'll fill you in more with that. And I'm sure that uh, uh, everybody's just finding out right now, but that is that is going to happen this summer. Yeah. Yes, sir. And if you and if you do like Slope, um, the brewery, they have some great beer. And I will tell you this: they have a beer called Juice Bomb, and they actually ship it all over the country. And if you see Juice Bomb, the IPA, pick it up. It will change your life. <laughs> Drop a bomb on me. Yes, sir. On that note, everybody, thank you. God bless and good night. Good night. Peace out. See you guys next week. God bless. Peace out.